Hey, welcome to the No Kidding Podcast. My name's Andrew. And I'm Lisa. What's I'll eat name? anything. He'll eat anything. I won't. I won't. <laughs> well, he what, will. What will you eat? I want to know. Oh, I was thinking Get in this. the comments. I, I've always said that my favorite food, like, because people are like, what's your favorite food? Um, and I always <laughs> <laughs> Is that what other people sound like? <laughs> what's your favorite food? Yes, it's exactly. Freaking other people. I can't believe it. People are the worst. You know it. Um, <laughs> no, but like your favorite, like. I'm people. Not genre of food. I'm thinking like genres, like books and stuff, but what is it? Um, cuisine. Like your kind? favorite cuisine. Uh, <laughs> all right, sure. <laughs> yeah. And I've always said Italian because I like Italian and I love Who pizza. Doesn't? Like pizza is probably my favorite food. If I had to pick a food, that was my favorite. However, I'm learning that like. I don't think Italian is my favorite cuisine because <gasps> really the only things I like that are Italian are ravioli and, well, I mean, I like lasagna, I guess, but certain pastas and pizza, which Italian really like encompasses a lot more than that. But I think... Well, yeah, but that's the two main things. Like if somebody says Italian, if you go to an Italian restaurant, they're going to serve one of two things. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be pizza or pasta. Okay. And, you know, occasionally you'll get like a soup or something. Well, I do Mainly like a I'm good soup and from, salad. That's true. Yeah, but that's. I feel like now we're just straying into Olive Garden territory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. That doesn't count. Um, yeah. But I, I, t- I'm tending to gravitate. Like whenever I think, like, oh, what do I? If I could, if like it was a night where um, I had to make something, like what would I make? And yes, I do have cravings for things like pasta sometimes, but it's always more like in the Mexican realm. Like I'm like, I love that's, a good may, taco. Maybe, I love maybe a good what you like bowl. to eat is different than what you like to make. Oh, that's wow! You got deep there. Yeah, that's, I mean, I really like I really like Asian cuisine, but I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite. I'm I might go Mexican, but then you see that's like probably most often what I go and get is like Mexican or Tex-Mex or some kind of fusion there. And yeah. Um, whereas when I cook, I almost, I very regularly cook like Asian style meals. Okay. So see, that's weird because like I don't ever, well, I don't want to say ever because sometimes I do to cook tacos and like Mexican food, but usually I cook pasta because it's like easy or I cook like vegetables and stuff like that. Cause again, it's pretty easy. I like mm-hmm. I like easy as you could tell. Of course, but if I, I mean that's or- always a good option. <laughs> True, but if I order out, I usually go for like Mexican food, like tacos or burritos, burrito bowls. Oh mm, my gosh! Wait, so you're saying so Italians nowhere on the spectrum. yeah? I you're never. Just- the only thing I ever order out it, for that is pizza because and you know this maybe originally is like a birthday kind of thing because i feel like maybe you it's like a special occasion maybe that's your favorite special occasion meal like if somebody's like where do we, like what's your favorite food mostly most of the time when somebody asks you that it's because they're about to take you out somewhere for some special well occasion. okay so i would probably pick italian just because i know everybody would like italian like there isn't one person that's gonna be like oh italian gross like i'm pretty sure Everybody so you, can like get something out of Italian. Whereas you pick your favorite food to please everyone else. Yeah, well, that's kind of my whole <laughs> life. I've learned is like I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. Okay, I'm I'm working on that. Um, <laughs> working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working to please people less. <laughs> no, I'm not that. I'm trying to piss the people off. I'm just trying to please myself more. Um, Fair but enough. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, I think, but I think psychologically I'm picking, um, Mexican or something like that because I feel like it's like I'm eating out, but I still am getting like, it seems healthier than getting like a burger or like, um, I don't know what, what else do you get? Plate Alfredo. Well, I don't, I love Alfredo. (laughs) It's not healthy. So, oh, that's true. Yeah. So it seems healthier than like (laughs) pasta, I guess. So maybe that's why, but I, but I have to tell you right now. I feel like spaghetti's not bad though. Like uh, marinara spaghetti. Unless you're getting like big old fat meatballs, cheesy meatballs. Yeah. Or like a chicken Parmesan because, you know, that's like deep fried and cheesy. Well, okay. So maybe this is also the part of the problem is like whenever I eat out, whenever I eat pasta out, they only put like a couple ingredients in there. They've got like the noodles, the sauce, maybe chicken if you ask for it. And maybe sometimes one vegetable and Mm. i like a lot of vegetables in my pasta so like i'll chop up squash and zucchini and carrots and tomatoes and like mix it all in with my sauce and my pasta and stuff so maybe that's why maybe i'm like you'd love ramen that's what i'm saying like i feel like i'm a good ramen (laughs) girl i would love ramen how do you feel about egg though you know to be honest about the texture i've always been thrown off at the concept of having egg in my ramen but I've never actually tried it, so it could be good. I don't a jammy know. egg is like, oh, chef's oh, kiss. okay, I don't know about a jammy egg. A jammy egg. That's how you do it. Those are the ramen eggs. The, um, they're like They're uh, like a little cured. jiggly inside? Yeah, like the oak isn't, the, the oak. The yolk isn't runny or like hard-boiled. It's in between. It's oh. like a, it's like kind of the consistency so of jam. I have, a, I have a question about Asian cuisine, and this could be totally ignorant. But it seems to me that... There is a predominant theme where things are not cooked all the way. What's that about? <laughs> okay. What is that about? Um, well, I mean, uh, I would say more so like a sunny side egg is less cooked than that. Okay. Because it's fair like enough. it's hard boiled, but it's so it's more cooked than uh, like a sunny side. But, but it's what's the, there's also like raw raw yeah. fish and like their vegetables aren't nice and chewy. They're like crispy. I guess that's probably healthier though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess it kind of depends on what you're what you're going for. Like, obviously, like uh, sushi is pretty uncooked. Besides the rice, pretty uncooked uh, ordeal traditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, see, but, we yeah. have this place near us called Sushai. Sushai? I call it Sushai. I don't know oh, that. I'm not correcting s- you. I have no idea how it's pronounced. I don't either. So <laughs> it could be su- Sushai. I was thinking like like they're suspect, but that's seems- it's basically it's basically uh, sushi, but with a space in it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're right. Sushai. It's in between the the S and the H. Sounds- there's a space. I love that place. That Me place too. Is great. It's so like- I've been eating there, and I'm like, oh, this place is so good. Like everything I get there, I love. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a, if people don't know, I don't know if that's like a big chain. No, it's actually, I believe it's Orlando-based. I think it was started at UCF. Oh. Um, yeah, so it is, um, or I say at UCF. We love saying that. Like, oh, it's a UCF <laughs> grad. But it was, it's somebody that graduated UCF, which is almost oh. everybody in Orlando. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's um, like a kind of like a poke bowl kind of place. Like, could build your own, sort of like Chipotle, but if it was all like poke-style ingredients, like mm-hmm. Asian food. Um so yeah i love it because i will say lately they've gotten much pricier (laughs) and there was a while there where they were getting a little stingy with their well i think they were getting stingy with their ingredients and then instead of doing that because i think they probably got complaints they just upped their prices and Uh, so now the 
amounts are good, but it's like it's up to like fifteen dollars for a bowl, which yeah, is pretty crazy. It is really yeah. I don't go enough because of that, because otherwise I'd eat there more often. Because I I know it's not healthy. I like I like to trick my brain, you know, because it's like I'm eating healthy foods. Like there's lots of vegetables and stuff and whatever. So it's healthier than probably other things, but and that's why I would prefer to get that over something else. But that sucks. Yeah. It just sucks that everything that is cheap is so bad for you because I don't, yeah. I'm just like, but even the cheap, even the bad stuff starting to get so expensive too. So, you know what's really good? That's actually like, I mean, anywhere you eat out, like they tend to add a lot of like fats and like, uh, yeah, like oil fat uh, and kind of and carbs sometimes, but salt. I don't know if you're somebody who avoids salt, but um they usually those come in high quantities when you're eating out so you kind of can't avoid that but besides that i would say there are a lot of like the places that build like bowls and like that kind of like salad or grain bowls are generally like a little bit better like we're saying like susai obviously people know about like chipotle and stuff yeah but i don't know if you tried kava kava is like amazing yeah i have have and they're right now they're not very cheap or, or they're not very expensive i think that um like because they're kind of new, at least where I am, uh, I feel like they're trying to break into the market, and so mm. their prices are like really decent. And they, it's basically like Chipotle, but if or Susai, but if they did um, like Mediterranean style ingredients, so it's like you build kind of like a, a falafel bowl or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's awesome because I feel like Mediterranean food is that perfect thing where it's like like all the like vegetables that you know and love like go great with Mediterranean food, yes. and even like the things that feel like they would be the cheat, like the sauces and stuff, like tzatziki, and um, they have a sauce called shug. <laughs> yeah, they have like and, really good uh, sauces. different stuff like that. That's like not it's not actually as bad for you as it feels like. It feels like it's like like tzatziki feels like it should be the worst thing in the world for you, but it is for like actually pretty healthy. <laughs> yeah, and I do love so. tzatziki. I think so. I think I just don't have a genre. Uh, I keep saying genre, but cuisine that I could favorite because. Everything we're talking about, I, I would consider a favorite. So hey, you love food. I guess I just I, there's it. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> like every food is my favorite food. Pretty much, it's true. as long as it's as long as it's not a mushroom. As long as it's not a mushroom, yeah. I don't love like like um, I don't know. There's definitely some things that I don't like. But tofu. What tofu? I I don't mind tofu. I just don't eat a lot of it because it's yeah. soy, and I. I just, mm. you know, it's not, I'm not, but it is, it does have to be cooked correctly because. Yeah, that's true. It can either get dried out or just be like watery. And yeah, I can't do the watery squishy stuff, but you know, I don't mind it in, in my food, but uh, yeah, but yeah, kava is a good one. And what else is good? I wish we had more stuff near me, like me yeah. personally. I'm talking about me personally because. <laughs> Like with Susai, I think like it's worth it. Like when you want to just for the variety and like a- amount of things that you can build there and like how delicious it always is yeah. and how healthy it ends up being. I feel like it's never a bad option, even with the price hike. But I'll just end up going there substantially less, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I will say that I do pro- like that is interesting that you said like places that, ha- that where you can build bowls and stuff. I do always tend to gravitate towards places like that. So maybe that's my <laughs> That's I feel like it's a, it's just a crowd pleaser. You don't really like it is you usually get a lot of food for like a decent price in the exception of Susai. I know. But uh, like even with Susai, at least you, you're never left feeling hungry. And they do have like a 
they do have like a yeah. mini bowl you can get um well, if you want to like trade off the uh size for price yeah and every time i go there though i always end up getting more food like then I would just eat in one sitting. I always end up with leftovers, which is fine because it's yeah. actually the leftovers are good. Like, yeah, and usually with the bowl places, like they're very like next reusable, day perfect yeah. kind of. Yeah. Have you had their their sweet soy? Their what? Sweets. Is they have like a sweet soy sauce? Oh yeah, it's uh yeah I've had that. I I like the um, mango habanero. Oh yeah, that's good too. It's hard to choose sometimes. Yeah, and they also have white sauce, which is. Definitely not good for you. That's no. when you're like, I'm going to cheat. But it is... <laughs> it's good, too. Great. Yeah. Our white sauce is really good. Uh, white sauce is one of those things that... that has an, that's a different kind of trade-off because <laughs> that makes me want to poop so bad. Really? But, yeah, it just runs right through me. But it is one of the best-tasting things. Oh, that's like, weird. I don't know why. Yeah. Huh. It's pretty bizarre for me. But... Yeah. All right. So, here's the thing. I've been playing uh, No Man's Sky. Right. What's that? So I don't know if you're familiar with No Man's Sky. Uh, it is. It's a pretty cool game. The thing is, it, it had a lot of controversy when it first came out. Right. This is a situation where it was one of those games that promised a lot, and everyone was like, "They did not deliver. Uh, this is a yeah. empty game, dead game, worst thing." Um, but it has since become like the success story for these kind of games. Like they essentially never gave up on it. They kept updating it, and now it's become like basically what it was originally promised to be. And even more so, like they were releasing stuff that people were like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, and it's all just like free updates that like anybody can just, as long as you own the base game, you can play anything. And it's crazy. Like, it's actually like really like they, they've added so many like systems that would be, they're almost like a whole new game kind of thing. <laughs> this huh. is uh, like, they added a whole like mech system where you can like walk around in exosuits and um, added a whole system where you can like, uh fly like space freighters and stuff through and they have like their own interior like base modules and they added a thing where you can like uh explore underwater i should probably explain more about what the game is basically (laughs) it's a universe simulator it it generates like a bunch of planets and well solar systems with planets in them and you can get in a spaceship and like jump between them and then land on like basically any planet jump out of your ship and walk around on it and like experience like new life forms and different uh, vegetation and basically each planet is like a little bit different because it's all procedurally generated based on like different rules about how that planet is and like what its climate is and stuff like that but it's not it's like really fascinating you don't build you don't build the worlds they're already pre-made and you just kind of roam around yeah so they're they're uh not i went i don't know if pre-made's the right word they're procedurally generated so they're generated at the time that you jump into the system, essentially. And it's actually technically a multiplayer game. Like, they're, everyone is in the same universe, but it's just so incredibly vast that it's, I mean, it's like an actual galaxy. So wow. it's so incredibly vast, you're pretty unlikely to run into a player unless you go to, like, a place where players hang out. <laughs> like, if you're just randomly jumping through the stars, like, you just will never really run into anybody because it's like going through space i mean it's just so incredibly vast you'll almost never just bump into somebody by accident but it's it's wild because even though there's all these people constantly going around and discovering things you like almost every time i jump into a system it's the first time like anybody's ever seen this system (laughs) it's like all new planets and stuff that nobody else has discovered and it will let you know if somebody else discovered it if somebody else has been there or if you discovered it for the first time okay Um, I have a couple questions. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go That's ahead. okay. 
My first question is, is it like, are the worlds based on any particular time period or is it not connected to any real world scenarios so that it's all brand new? Like, what am I trying to say? It's not like you're transporting (laughs) into the future and now you're transporting around and looking at all these, oh, like future developed planets. It's, it has, it's like its own, it's its own uh, universe, right? So it's, but you're still ex- discovering new planets. Yeah, right. Uh, it's, so I would say that um, maybe where like your frame of res- reference is from, there's another game called uh, Elite Dangerous that's kind of similar in a lot of ways. Um, it's actually, it's a lot more realistic, but it's also, you can do a lot less in it. Like you can't, they only recently added the ability to like, get out of your ship for example it was almost entirely a ship-based game so it was like uh you basically from the moment you start the game you're like flying around in a ship and that's pretty much the whole game like you're just flying to different solar systems and trading goods with other people through like menus and stuff um but the cool thing about that is that their whole universe is based on like nasa data like it's actually um like attempting to be as close to the milky way galaxy as possible like you can actually like go to Earth's solar system, for example, and like fly to Neptune or something. But then you can also just explore from at least at least as much as we know, like other uh, star systems and stuff. And then the rest, anything that's, you know, incomplete data is just kind of like also like similarly procedurally generated okay. um, stuff. So that's kind of cool because it's like basically set in a slightly, it's set in a futuristic version of our galaxy. Whereas um, No Man's Sky is completely disconnected. It's like its own uh, galaxy and universe and time period. And um, it's very much like built around being completely alien. So there, as far as like um, time period, I mean, you can land on planets and find very advanced stuff and also like very um, primitive stuff. So you can see, you can find like animals and stuff and planets that are like completely um barren or uh that are just um in their completely natural habitat as if like no beings had ever been there or um you can find like little outposts and stuff of like where um aliens have been or are currently like there are non-player characters so you can run into all kinds of like alien races and stuff like on different planets and they're at mostly the same technological level because i guess they the idea is that like once you're kind of sentient and in the in space you kind of they you kind of catch up to where the current level of technology is so all the aliens are more or less like the same level of technology which is futuristic um so but you can also just like go to a planet where uh there's like non-sentient animals that live and then you can actually like train them and like ride them if you, <laughs> you want like a dinosaur or something or some kind of weird ferret which is a fascinating system <laughs> that they procedurally generate different types of animals for different worlds uh-huh. But, cool. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. It does. <laughs> my ne- my next question is so I don't know if you're speaking specifically for single player or multiplayer, but if it's a multiplayer and like you said, sometimes you go to a planet and you realize nobody's discovered it yet, but sometimes you go and you realize somebody did discover it. If is it like a, a world like a multiplayer the multiplayer world where the longer the game exists um each planet becomes more and more inhabited and then it's harder and harder to find and discover uh, new untouched planets? Or is it all reset and then like 
or is it just so so diverse and, and expanse that you never really have that issue? Like it never really becomes over uh, populated or used or you know. So yeah, there's kind of like there's areas where you can definitely like expect to find players. So there like things around there are occasionally like events and stuff that occur that kind of like draw players together, so to speak, like quests and stuff that end up like bringing players to specific systems or whatever. And then you will find areas where people have settled and there are like planets that are just like covered in like player bases and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, like if you just jump to like some random systems, you will very quickly just be out in the nether regions where like you will never find other players. There's in almost every system they have some alien activity just to keep it interesting because it'd be pretty dull. I think <laughs> if there was like no one to like buy ammo from or like something like that, you know, it's just like there are uh, in almost every system like some space station or something where you can like get missions or activities and stuff like that. Um, but for, as far as like running into their players, the entire game is technically multiplayer. Like you could always theoretically run into another player, but I just Googled it. And, um, apparently, um, the game has been out. I I forget how long it's been out. It's been out for a long time. This is one of those games. Like I said, it was like a, uh, redemption arc for this game. I think it's been out like over five years, um, because it just started off being like really unpopularly, um, received, but then like became like this game that players love. Um, by adding all this content and even though it's been out for like over over five years they have i'm just looking from a random search so this might not be completely accurate but it looks like they've people have only discovered about three percent of the galaxy (laughs) (laughs) so there's a lot to be discovered (laughs) yeah um it is crazy it's like i think they said there's like some stupid number that's (laughs) like hard to even uh think where it's like i think it's like several quadrillion Oh, 18, there's over 18 quintillion planets estimated in the uh, No Man in Sky universe. That's as far out as it will generate. And that's created so much space that even like with millions and millions of active players every day, they can't, um, you know, fill that out. Like it's just never going to get discovered by, it would take like the active player base, like a billion years to <laughs> like actually discover everything so it's kind of fascinating in that way that there's always like new and interesting stuff to discover and even though it's like technically multiplayer you can basically have an entirely single player experience by just like going out into where nobody is and live your life like play your entire game where there's no other players and theoretically i guess somebody could find you but it's just so incredibly unlikely it's pretty wild so my next question is you say it's like um exploration and survival so is that like a Minecraft situation where you're exploring and then you have to still get like supplies and protection and things in case you run into something that's going to hurt you or with the weather? Or yeah, that's exactly right, Lisa. Oh. I feel like I've you're right reading off a card or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is that's you could have like written the description right there. Uh, it feels very Minecrafty at times. There's no like. They added, they kind of added like some quests and main storylines and stuff, but the game very much feels like something where you could totally ignore the main quest and just like play it. Like there, it's, it's kind of a play it game rather than a beat it game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the objective is a very like soft direction. Um, and mainly it's just like experiencing the planets and the universe and 
you, there is building in the game. Like you can build bases and stuff on the planet surfaces and you can do that if you're into building. Um, you can also explore. So obviously only 3% has been explored so far. So there's tons of planets for you to launch out into space and explore. And there's a whole like scanning mechanic where you, uh, every time you discover like a new species, you can like sell that information for money. So like you can jump around and like scan new planets from your ship to like get that information. And then you can actually like land on a ship and scan all the different planets or all of the different plants and animals on that to like, um, get more information about that planet. And if you, um, explore and learn enough about a planet, you actually get the uh, option to like name it and like do your own, uh, like basically you can, uh, leave a little trail of like things that you've, uh, discovered. Um, and, uh, so that's like a whole mechanic. And then there's, there's a whole like spacefaring, like dog fighting and, quest based mechanic where you get like specific uh objectives from like space stations and you can go out and like be a pirate or fight pirates um and then there's like a whole trading mechanic where you can go to different solar systems and there's um resources on various planets that you can go and land and mine and or buy from uh, merchants but then you go to like other systems and the prices for it are different and so you can sometimes make a profit if you sell things if you buy things at a low price sell things at a high price or just find something that's valuable down on a planet and then like sell that. Um, and so there's whole entire like ship mechanic where you can like buy different ships that have different cargo capacities or different speeds or different stuff like that to get to different systems faster with more or less cargo. And you know, <laughs> it's just like these, all these systems like intertwine to make um, a like basically infinite amount of play styles. Like really you could do everything if you wanted to. And then, there's ways to like quickly teleport back to like your home base if you like to build there and then make money by selling like by trading and then um like get resources and build like uh buildings and valuable resources by like manufacturing essentially there's like refining and stuff <laughs> there's so huh. many systems it's crazy wow. um yeah it's it's pretty fascinating that they they've spent like years doing this and like building up a game um, from basically being like hated by their communities to start off with. Oh, okay. Wow, that's crazy. Seems kind of like a really cool concept, especially for people who may have like liked Minecraft but wanted something a little bit more immersive and a little bit more like not immersive maybe because you can get pretty immersed in, in Minecraft, but just feels more like um, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that, Lisa. Oh, because oh, okay. I'm <laughs> what I was kind of getting at actually was a few like a year, well, like two years ago maybe. I it was after like it was it wasn't actually that long in retrospect. It was like two years after they came out that they their um, PR kind of turned around and people started loving the game because they were like, oh my god, they're actually delivering on all the stuff they promised. Like you said, like it such, sounds like such a cool idea, and they were really easy to sell people on that idea, like, oh, this game's going to have all this stuff. Yeah. But the problem is, all coding all of that's pretty difficult, and it was one of those situations where they kind of overpromised, and when they released the game, there wasn't much there. There was the planet generation system, but it was also a little goofy, like people were landing on planets, and the animals that were being generated didn't look at all like something that should exist. Oh. <laughs> and just like, and a lot of the planets were very barren, there wasn't a lot going on on them and there wasn't a lot to do in general like it's like great we have this infinite void and that's it like it's just a bunch of dead planets with nothing to do on them um and so everybody was pretty upset then the it started to turn around like wow they're actually like for free adding in a bunch of this stuff like they originally promised to the uh players so like this is crazy 
um so i started i played it like after the a while after the like reception kind of turned around it was about i think two years ago and i felt like okay yeah i i mean i get it like it's it's turned around they've they've added a lot like the you know stupid buggy stuff like weird animals or like kind of empty planets like they've added more and there's like obelisks and stuff there's a whole like system to like learn language and stuff like you can learn different alien languages like one word at a time and like you learn a word from talking to somebody or from finding a alien obelisk or some ancient history um rosetta stone style stuff and like you can slowly learn their language and then that helps you like be able to trade with them or like hire them as like a companion like stuff like that then i'm like okay this is actually cool they added a bunch of stuff but i still fell off of it like really quick and i wasn't able to get into it because it just felt like it was a lot, mm-hmm. but it was just spread so thin because it was such a big universe that it was like, there's so, I have to go so far to find something interesting to do. Oh, so it was yeah. like, it was kind of almost like, it was like being in an art exhibit where it's like, for a moment, it's like, oh, this is so neat. And then you're just like, I'm never going to yeah, be able well, to, I guess, yeah. Like, I guess I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was weird. It was like, I felt like it was a pacing issue. Um, but then I, I solved it recently, at least I solved it. <gasps> and that's why I'm playing it again. Oh. I found out the perfect, it's the perfect tempo it's the perfect pacing for a vr game okay so i'm playing it in vr and it's amazing and it actually they have it's like officially supports vr it's not like one of those there's a lot of games where they're like oh you could play that game in vr and it's like a mod and it doesn't really work like you have to still like press buttons and stuff to like open doors for example and then it's like well i want to do it with my hands because i'm in vr yeah and a lot of things like that where it's like yeah i mean they put it in they put the screen on the headset so you feel like you know like you're immersed a little more but it's not like the game was really meant for it but this is like it was actually like a full port like it actually like works you can like reach out and like you can grab uh the the tool or whatever um your multi-tool that you use to like break up minerals and stuff mine stuff uh like off your back and you can like touch your face to activate your visor and like uh when you go to interact with things you actually like pull with your hand to open up the menu yeah um, which is still a little that's like a place where it kind of like bridges because you're still working with a menu which isn't like super uh immersive but stuff like getting in a ship you actually like grab the controls with your hands and actually like steer the ship with your with like the joystick and like stuff like you have to like grab onto the joystick and like tilt it left to right to like turn yeah and then like when you get on like the little rovers on planets like you actually grab the steering wheel and you turn like left and right to like move around it's so cool it's like really well done the only problem is it's like the one downside is they've clearly designed it to be from a sitting position like they were like okay the person's always going to be sitting down and then they're going to kind of like i don't know maybe swivel around in their chair a little bit or something like that and so it's a little more meant for that which is kind of annoying for me because i like to actually like stand up and like walk around and you can do that but it's just like there's a few things like the the ui doesn't move with you like if you turn around like the your health and everything will still be behind you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's like it's, so it's it's kind of like there are a few little like glitches that don't like quite work out and it's kind of annoying like they could just i feel like it would be really easily fixed and they obviously put a lot of work into like making the vr work so it's interesting but i just found that like that pacing like really works for vr like i found even in games like where you that feel fast-paced in vr and you think like oh well this is like a crazy like intense game in vr i bet if you played it like on a computer like beat saber for example is like one that's like oh that can get really crazy it's like it's not much crazier than like guitar hero or something it'd probably be like a pretty something that you think is like a crazy uh beat saber level is like probably super easy on guitar hero because like 
on Guitar Hero, you're just like pressing buttons and Beat Saber, you're actually like waving your arms around. So it has to go slower to kind of like match with that. And it feels normal in VR, but like the the like gameplay shift, it's like at a whole different tempo. And actually, I feel like all VR games have to be a little more toned down because it's so much more intense for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like even a lot of these games, like I was saying, that have ports and stuff like um, Fallout has a port. Um, but also some things have mods like Alien Isolation has a, a mod for that and stuff. I feel like they're they weren't really built with the right tempo in mind. They were kind of like huh. Fallout's kind of a bad example because it's it is kind of like there are some pretty slow moments and like you can kind of pick how fast you want to go and Fallout. But um, yeah, I mean, there's just it's one of those games where there's it, there's just some some speeds where you're like eh, this might be a little too much for uh, VR. But I feel like No Man's Sky it's perfect. It's like walking around on an alien world and just like looking up at like strange stars while like some weird bird bat thing that you've never seen before flies by and you're like scanning it yeah <laughs> it's like so surreal and cool that does sound cool i don't know yeah. so i recommend it yeah if, any, if anybody wants to play no man's sky maybe you weren't like really that into it and you thought like yeah it's kind of slow it is but try in vr it's interesting well, and it's kind of like also interesting to like walk up to an alien and have a conversation uh while they're like talking a weird alien language and you understand half of it and you're like trying to guess <laughs> the right responses true <laughs> yeah that's true but it could also be kind of meditative like just a way to escape too much hard yeah. thinking and just yeah explore and if you like space or science fiction or something like that but you don't and it didn't really resonate with the minecraft world no, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a perfect summary. And um, there is there are some places in that game where it feels like um, obviously like it would be too boring if there wasn't any stress. But there are, there are some planets that have like for example extreme toxicity or something where it feels very like oh my god I got to get back to my ship before like I melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because um, like the air is acid or whatever and you have to uh, hazard protection systems that you have to keep like recharged with sodium and you need to uh, mine it as you go through the planet Uh, make sure you have like a supply to keep yourself from dying but sometimes you like really need to get back to your ship in time and so there are some tense moments (laughs) but for the most part like you can find like a really peaceful nice planet to set up your base Mm -hmm. and just like chill and like sit in the grass and like watch the weird like armadillo dog thing walk (laughs) around and chew on a little like star bulbs all right, yeah, well, we don't want too too much calm, you know. You have to have some um, something to rev you up a little bit. Yeah. But speaking of other languages, I've been practicing, well, I've kind of been learning Spanish. I've been trying for years and years, but I can never really stick to Ooh. it. But I've been sticking to it pretty good lately. Tu habla espanol? Oh, yeah, sí. Y- you up on that Duolingo? yeah. It's been nice. it's been great, and it's gotten way better since when I first started when I downloaded it like years ago. It's totally yep. different now, and I feel like it's gotten a lot better um, in a lot of ways. So yeah, I just um, I think they have a great marketing thing where they um, that little chime that is in between each uh, lesson or whatever I hear it all over the place now you know they used to have that on I haven't heard I haven't heard it on the new app for some reason and I don't know if I have to turn it on maybe I have my notifications or sounds turned off or something because I know the exact sound you're you're saying because I used to, I used to do it all the time and every time I would get it and it would get it right it'd be like 
the thing and then i was like yeah yeah the little like bling it was so rewarding and, and they don't do that anymore or at you least gotta turn it up now yeah I, yeah they definitely have it i've been hearing it i wonder if oh, okay. see my thing was like i think they like i hear it so often because a lot of people i think have the volume on so that they can hear like the examples and yeah. like, or do the talk back or whatever oh i wouldn't do that in public yeah me neither <laughs> but i think people by default have it on oh like, well just for that i do have it on and i like i mean i can hear what they're saying and i you know the the speaking and i speak and all that but i don't know like whenever i hit whenever i get a good job i don't get the the nice dopamine from yeah you gotta get the dopamine (laughs) don't you're leaving dopamine on the table i am i've got to figure that out how do i turn that on but um yeah so i think we'll wrap this up um i'll tell you a couple of things that i've learned in spanish and then we'll see you on the next I have and the next one I, I can recommend some some games too. Sign off in Spanish, Lisa. So, okay. So where do I start? I'll say um Hola, como estás? Como te llamas? Me llamo Lisa. Estudias español. Estás cansado? Donde están tus zapatos? Uh, uh, Ella le gusta leer libros? Adios! Buenas noches! Gracias por... What is listening? Um, escu... Es... Es... Cochar? Cochar. Escuchar? Thank you for listening. That's what I'm trying to say. So, nice. you know, I'm learning. It's terrible. I know. Everyone who's Spanish or speaks Spanish fluently is like, oh, my God. Bleeding ears. That was Bleeding pretty ears. good. But. Not bad. What do you say about shoes? Oh, are you wearing any shoes? I think that's what I oh, said. Okay. <laughs> or no, I said, where are your shoes? Because I said, donde, donde. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, okay. where are your shoes? Where are they? You're not wearing any shoes. <laughs> um, thank you for listening nice. to my my sad rendition of my Spanish and thank you for listening. Gracias por whatever that word was. Escuchar. Escuchar. I don't think that's how it's said. But <laughs> I think it's there's more enunciation there. But I think we'll it's escuchar. See you next but time. I, I, don't come to me for pronunciation. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's hard. It's I feel, so hard. I feel like I'm an, I'm around enough Spanish that I understand. Like I understand pretty much all of what you said except for the shoes. That's why I asked for uh, clarification. Oh. Um. But the I I wouldn't have if you asked me to say all that in Spanish. I couldn't do it the other way around. So yeah, I'm much I gotta, better. I gotta hit up Duolingo. Oh, okay. I'm much better at reading Spanish than I am speaking Spanish. Like I think hmm. that I could pretty much. I don't know. I don't want to say that I could read any Spanish because I probably couldn't. I don't. There's a lot of I words I don't. So. I don't know, but. It is difficult because I'm not good with like um, the changes of the words, with especially with gender specific stuff. And mm, um, yeah, yeah I don't know. anyways, like la na and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I feel like more so than in English, like it, you're intended to say it like a sentence as almost a word. Like it's a, it's not really meant to have breaks in between. Uh, it's meant to be like said in one breath so right um, yeah exactly yeah so it, it's i think it's a little harder for english ears to parse out like individual words when somebody uh-huh. just like says an entire sentence like that and you're kind of like whoa, 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 whoa i'm like whoa what you just said i'm like that Donde all esta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i don't know but and also um there's a lot of words that 
are the same, but they have different meanings. And I know English does that too, but it just, you have to use like contextual clues where yeah. I'm just like, okay, I think I know what they're trying to say, but I don't always know. So. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like a uh, sentence structure as well. Like I'll, I'll, I'll know all the words, but I'm like, I don't know what order to put them in. Cause it's not the same yeah. as in English. Like you don't say like, uh-huh. I don't know, whatever. I would get it wrong, but you don't say like, I'm going to the store. You're like to the store I'm going or whatever. I talk in Yoda speak. <laughs> Is that what you're talking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like, uh, yeah, I don't know. In in some cases, but also not. I don't know. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm not good at it. So <laughs> no, I know. I, I know I what you mean. You, but. It's, been, it's been a challenge to remember a lot. But it's weird because I do really good on the testing. Like, whenever it tests me, I do pretty good. Like, you know, I, I usually get an A, whatever that is. I mean, it doesn't grade you like that. But, I mean, like, I miss, like, one or two at the most. But right. then... I like if you asked me that in person, I probably could not do it. So I think there's there's also context switching. Like uh, I think even for people that are fluent in Spanish, sometimes it can be jarring if like somebody unexpectedly starts speaking Spanish to them, like if they're not (laughs) thinking about it. And like in the context, like obviously when you're when you're in Duolingo, you're like ready to learn and speak Spanish. Like right, you have that knowledge loaded up. But like if somebody just like says some a phrase to you out of the blue, you might be like, "Uh, what? what?" Oh, that yeah, (laughs) that's the thing is like that's happening a lot where. Because I work a lot with um, families that are Spanish speaking, so they'll speak to me, and I'm trying so hard. I'm like, okay, wait, I can probably figure this out, and we they just don't have the patience to like <laughs> say what, wait for me to try to figure it out. So I'm just like, oh, and then we pull out the translator and just go that route, which is nice to have. But I still want to be able to connect on a more personal level, so that's. My main motivation for learning is just like so that the patients that I have and like the families I see that I don't have to use an app to talk between us so that I can actually like maybe have eye contact and like actual verbiage between us. <laughs> like, nice. You know, like I just feel Can't wait. like it would be nice, but it's definitely challenging. It's so impressive to me how people can speak multiple languages and and especially like people who are older like us learning a new one because i feel like kids pick it up pretty easily most kids Mm, not all kids but most kids do um it's just and i'm like i wish it was that easy like just i don't know you want to be a polyglot yeah i think that would be really cool yeah not just cool but like i don't think it ever doesn't impress somebody like i feel like if you ever (laughs) speak like more than one language somebody's like whoa (laughs) well yeah yeah you blew my mind but I don't know. It just feels more personal when you can like, I don't know. And not that it's necessary. Like, again, like I could just use my app. It's not that big a deal. But I do feel like it adds a certain level of, I don't know, cl- like a closer relationship when you can understand each other, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So anyways. We're over. Yeah, that was way over. Get out of here, guys. Yeah, Take stop. All our time. Stop. You, you weren't supposed to be here this long. Goodbye. Hey. Yeah, they won't ever let us go. They're always like... Yeah. It's silent and that makes us want to keep talking. You're like that person on the phone that you're just like, oh, hang up already. <laughs> Is that us? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's like waiting to get done with the podcast. And like, they said they were ending yeah. five minutes. Yeah, God. I know. You're like, okay, we won't keep you any longer. Go go get your, your stuff done. Pizza. You're go get Italian. Your pizza and your it. Italian and your, was that this episode? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's the issue. <laughs> See you next time. See you guys. So long, baby. Well, that that cheerio will be back soon. I love you. That's why I say hello and goodbye. Remember our new tune.
All right, now say it in Spanish. Sing it in Spanish. <laughs> 